When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Tag Republic podcast, a weekly chat with Carolina Guzik about all things marketing. Some episodes are short tips that you can implement in your business right away, while others are in-depth conversations with industry leaders. Whether you're a new photographer searching for some knowledge or an established professional with years of experience, Carolina offers fresh and innovative advice that can help you transform your photography business. Welcome to episode 49 of the Talk Republic. I am Carolina Gusik and I am really excited to be chatting with you. Last week, uh, we didn't have a podcast. It's been extremely busy here in the studio. Uh, a lot of clients, weddings, photos to deliver, plus the holidays uh, are just around the corner. So I think we might have a couple of weeks here and there where I escape a podcast. Oh, I have also uh, booked some amazing guests to be speakers on the show. So I'm really excited for what 2019 is going to bring to the podcast. And as always, I am grateful that you are listening to this episode. So today's episode um, are some uh, points that I observe during Art Basel. Now, if you don't know what Art Basel is, it is the largest art show in the world. It happens here in Miami. Uh, it happens in different locations. This is huge. They have a huge tent in uh, downtown Miami. They have the convention center. They have things on the design district, on Wynwood. They have exhibits at hotels. It's art everywhere, everywhere in like Miami Beach and downtown Miami. And it's quite exciting and interesting. Not so much fun for traffic because it becomes crazy to go anywhere during our Basel. There is tons of people that fly in from all over the world to both be a part of our Basel, exhibit during our Basel, or just come to see the show, which is amazing. And I suggest that if you have never experienced our Basel, maybe put it as one of those things to do once in a lifetime, especially if you like art, because you can see tons of great things under like one, two, three zip codes. So that being said, and because I always said, you need to be open to see marketing strategies that you can implement in your own business anywhere you go. I observe some things that are amazing that I want to share with all of you about it, that um, even though we are not major artists, and by major artists I say we are not the same level as Picasso, Dali, Miro, you know, people like that, but we are still artists and we still have a business. So I think this is going to be an interesting chat. Okay, let's dive right into this. So as I said, our Basel is uh, an exhibit that happens every year in Miami. However, it did not start it in Miami. This, our Basel started actually in Basel, Switzerland in 1975. 
And in 2002, they had the first exhibit in Miami. And in 2013, they opened Art Basel, Hong Kong. So you have seen they are moving, you know, they have the European city. Now they have Asia and Miami, which is the United States and also a connection to South America. But it has taken time, you know, the first Art Basel happened in 1975. Today is 2018. There's been a lot of time in between the first Arbasol and the latest Arbasol. And this leads me to the first marketing tip or the first tip to implement in your business, which is consistency. You need to show up every single day. Every single little step is going to take you to a bigger decision or a bigger, you know, milestone or just to grow your business. Imagine if in 1975, when they opened the first Art Basel, they were like, okay, this was fun, but whatever. Don't check. Today, they wouldn't have the biggest artwork exhibit in the world. So it's something to learn. It's something that sometimes we take for granted or that sometimes we uh, don't take for granted. That wasn't the right word. Sometimes we look at somebody else's success and we're like, ah, that happened overnight. They're so lucky. Of course, they're like the biggest art show in the world. Look at all this money they have. Or we, you know, we see other photographers and we're like, oh my God, of course they have 10 million followers on Instagram. And of course they're booking all these amazing weddings. You know, they just got lucky. Ah, no, let's take a look at this. Consistency. Nobody is making it big out of nothing. They're showing up. They're doing the work they are being consistent with their choices they make daily to grow their business. So there you go, people. Consistency is key. <laughs> Another thing that I saw during our Basel, which I think it's always fascinating, is what people wear to our Basel. As I said, this is the biggest art show in the world. So you can imagine we get to see a lot of eccentric people. It's a lot of people that really put a lot of effort into what they are wearing for our Basel. There is also, um, I have to say, it's a posh event, you know? It's an event that invites people that have a lot of money. And although the event is open for anybody and the tickets are really accessible for anybody, it is an event that, you know, it's, it's very, you know, you can, you can see, you can kind of like, you can see the money on the event, right? And people dress to, to dress the part. So I want to take this and tell you, dress the part. Literally and figuratively. So what I mean by this is the following. Let's say that you want, excuse me one second. MacArthur, please stop doing that. I'm sorry, guys. I know I should be more edited, but he's sitting right next to me making noises, drives me crazy. Okay, so we're talking about dress the part. Let's say that you want to photograph, you know, luxury weddings and you want to get into, you know, that upscale market. You cannot pretend that you're going to get into that market if you have a meeting and you show up in your yoga pants. That's, you're not dressing the part. You need to dress to impress. The same thing for your website. This, as I said, this is not a figure. This is not only figure figuratively, but oh my god, you guys know what I'm trying to say. So let's say your website. You want to attract that client that is gonna pay ten thousand dollars for a wedding. You can have a website that looks cheap. 
can't do that. You have to dress the part. You have to show up the way that you want your clients to see you. If you want to attract clients that have a larger amount of disposable income to spend in luxury items like photography, you need to show up like that. I know this might be very vain. You could be like, oh, Carolina, you shouldn't be judging a book by its cover. I know that. But the reality is that if you want to attract those clients, you have to show up the way those clients want to be seen and the way those clients want to interact. You want to attract a luxury clientele. Your website needs to feel expensive. Your website, the copy on your website, the design on your website, when you show up to meetings, you need to show up looking sharp, looking good, wearing something that is nice. You're not supposed to show up, you know, messy hair yoga pants. That is not going to attract those clients. So dress the part, both figuratively and literally. Oh, God. I need to work on those words. Alrighty. Another thing that I thought that was extremely interesting is the kind of um, companies that were advertising at Art Basel. So Art Basel has, of course, VIP lounges. And in these VIP lounges, you have sponsors. And the sponsors have booths there where they're like giving champagne and caviar for free to, you know, those VIP people but who are these companies well these companies are private jets these companies are yachts these companies are you know fashion designers that are really expensive these companies know that the kind of people that are attending our basel and the kind of people that have tickets to be inside these vip lounges are people that have higher income levels people that like some kind of luxury items and they are using that platform to promote the services i want you to think about this where are you showing up for your clients where are you looking for clients are you trying to stick just within the wedding industry you're only advertising in wedding blogs wedding magazines i want you to think about there is so many other places that you could advertise or that you can network that have maybe nothing to do with weddings but where your clients are hanging out i'm talking about for example upscale yoga studios talking about for example i don't know this just came to mind because i'm looking at my dog you know there is those very posh dog resorts maybe you can go and do you know meet the person that owns the store and talk to them and you know maybe the person that owns the store can open the doors for you to access their database their business I mean their clientele and maybe you can find clients there start thinking outside the box where are your clients hanging out what stores are they visiting things that have perhaps nothing to do with photography but that they are using that's what you need to start thinking about Again, I have one of my clients. I photograph a couple of events during our Basel because I have one of my clients is uh, this very, very high-end moisturizer. I want to say high-end. I'm talking about like a little tiny moisturizer costs $1,000. This moisturizer has nothing to do with art per se, right? But the clients, the people that are investing thousands of dollars in a piece of art, most likely are going to have the income to spend $1,000 in a facial cream. 
So they had a booth there, they had beautiful champagne, they have delicious caviar, and they are treating these people during our Basel, and they're being like, oh, here we are, let me show you about my beautiful product. So they are thinking outside the box. What about you? Start thinking outside the box when you are looking for clients. Uh, another thing that I saw, which of course is when we're going to start talking about art, was the price in these art pieces. It was eye-opening. I want to be honest with you. Some of these things, I was just looking at it and being like, what? Am I reading this price correctly? This is crazy. Um, and I think that we all need sometimes to get really, really out of our comfort zone and see what other people are paying for other things in life to realize that perhaps our price is kind of low. So I see this a lot within, you know, both the wedding and especially family photographers. God, we are charging so little. It's like I see it on Facebook, people charging $200 with everything, you know, all the files, all, you know, all that. And you need to take a step back and be like, no, that's not enough money for you to make a good living out of it. That is not enough money to put your kids through college. Or you need to take so many clients to make that money that you're going to be so exhausted that you can enjoy your life outside of the business. So we need to start pricing ourselves, you know, accordingly to what people are spending. Remember that photography is a luxury item. I know we want to think that is a necessity, but it's not a necessity. A necessity is food, shelter, water. Those are necessities. Beautiful photos are not a necessity. It's a luxury item surprise yourself accordingly to that while i was walking you know during our battle and seeing these exhibits uh, i came across a banksy print so if you don't know who banksy is he's a very famous artist he's a street artist he does most of his work is just graffitis so he goes he paints a graffiti i'm sure he has somebody from his team go and photograph the graffiti and then they turn that into you know prints to sell and you can find some prints online really cheap you know somebody went and took a photo you know whatever the case is but the original Banksy's the ones that come with like this the stamp of you know originality and they are signed and they are just this particular print that I saw was one out of 600 so there is only 600 of these original prints in the world the price was $89,500. Let me repeat this. The price for a print, this was a print, like an 11 by 14 print, printed in paper, nothing special, $89,500. I almost fainted when I saw that. I couldn't believe it. One out of 600. I'm not talking about one unique print in the world. Or one out of 10, maybe. No, it's one out of 600. $89,500. Recently, Banksy was, you know, I mean, he's quite famous, but recently perhaps you saw that there was an auction at Christini, Christiani, Christini's, I don't know, a famous auction house sold one of his prints for a million dollars. And as soon as it was sold, the print shared, 
shred. Oh my God, I'm having so much trouble talking today. The print shredded like halfway through it. So that was all over the news. That was part of, you know, the art exhibit. Now the print doubled in price because it shredded half of it, which is crazy. But what I want you to think about this is this artist. They are just regular humans just like you. And I am not saying that you need to go and charge $89,000 for a wedding. That would be amazing if you can. But I want you to think about this. You are providing art. You are providing a beautiful service also, but you are giving tangible, tangible, tangible art pieces, which is those photographs that you take. Those are pieces that are going to last for a lifetime in somebody's life. The value of that, it's higher than those $200 that you're charging for it. You need to have a straight face, just like those famous artists, and be like, yes, I charge X amount of money. It might be very high for somebody, it might be unattainable for somebody, but there are people out there that are looking to invest in art. And this is really what you are doing. If you are a photographer, you are producing art. So that being said, price yourself like an artist, not like a starving artist. A starving artist is not fun. It's not good. Nobody wants to be struggling in this business. So price yourself like a high-end artist. Think of yourself like, I don't know, get, you know, go crazy. Think of yourself like a Picasso. Be like, I am a badass and I am going to charge my worth and my weddings are worth this amount of money and I am okay saying that number aloud and I am okay telling people that that is how much I charge and I am okay receiving that money because I know my work is worth it. That being said, people, those are the four lessons that I learned from our Basel. Uh, once again, if you live in South Florida and you have never gone to one of these shows, go, they're fun. You get to see art, you get to see, watch people that it's amazing uh, activity during our Basel. If you live out of town um, and you can come to one of these shows, again, it's kind of like an interesting thing to see. And if you really cannot even come to our Basel, whatever. I hope these four tips help you or open your mind or give you a new perspective into your own work and how to make your word, your marketing or, you know, your effort better. All right, guys, that's all for today. I'll catch you very soon with another marketing tip. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's episode. For more info about marketing tips for photographers and show notes, please visit thetogrepublic.com. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to iTunes and leave us a review. Want even more? Join our marketing community group. Just search for The Tog Republic Group on Facebook. Until next week.